0: Welcome to Disrespectfully Agree with Oatman and LJ. I am LJ. With me is Michael Oatman.
1: Oatman in the house. What's up, baby?
0: We have just- Infinity Wars in this bitch. Spoilers. I was about to, I hadn't said it yet. Sorry, go ahead. We just stepped out of Infinity War Avengers, Infinity War Part 1. And I
1: wanted to go home and lay down and have a nap and be with my wife. But once again, LJ was, no, we've got to do it now. We've got to go immediately and talk about it. All right, LJ, I suppose. That work ethic, of his. I guess.
0: Nope. <laughs> uh, just because your wife's in the room. <laughs> That's how I <laughs> she, to listen remember to this it. otherwise.
1: <laughs> I was like, no, I want to go home and rub yeah, my wife's yeah, feet yeah, yeah. and watch Netflix. No, uh-huh. we got to do it now.
0: We'll start out with a spoiler-free, as nearly spoiler-free conversations we can, and we'll transition eventually into some spoiler talk, and we'll let you know when that happens. All right. I think most people know what to expect here. They know what this was. It's a big movie. Marvel movie stars every single character in the Marvel Universe. Nearly. Yes. Uh, Paul yeah. Rudd conspicuously absent.
1: Yeah, which made no
0: sense. No, they made. there was a thing. They said something. Yeah,
1: I mean, I Eh, guess.
0: Anyway, how was the Infinity War part one?
1: I really liked it. I enjoyed it. Man, I just, it just, I marvel at how Oh, you
0: son of a bitch.
1: (laughs) I marvel at how Marvel just gets the tone right. It's just so easy to screw it up or for it to be corny or not corny in a good way. And they just get it right almost every time out of the gate. And this has sort of a light, easy breezy nature that balances well with the action. Uh, They did one thing in this movie that I thought was quite extraordinary. And it was something that I was dreading when I came in to see the film. And they actually... Uh, pulled it off, and that is, uh you know, I always talk about mustache twirlers, and that's what I consider these sort of one-dimensional villains that are, I'm evil, like just French, to
0: be evil. Right, like the French Inspector Perrault.
1: Exactly.
0: Mustache uh, twirlers.
1: E- exactly. Mustache twirlers. Thanks for explaining the obscure <laughs> reference.
0: Uh, Everybody knows Perrault. Uh, there you go. <laughs> and
1: so... Um, For them to take uh, Thanos, uh, who I thought was a very bland character the times that I've seen him. Every time I see him, I'm just waiting for him to get his ass off screen. They really took the time to turn him into a very interesting, far more complex villain. Really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed the thing about him feeling as though his plan to sort of murder half the universe really was something that was an act of compassion. And he believed it. He he believes it. I like the fact that they gave him something to love. He's not just a guy who runs around being evil to be evil. He actually does show some level of compassion at certain points of the film. And he also shows a different side of himself. I didn't think they would pull that off. I thought he was going to be a very boring villain. Boy, was I wrong.
0: What they did was they avoided the... As as you might expect, they avoided the Steppenwolf from Justice League villain problem. Absolutely. Quite well here. Ironically, Thanos is kind of a copy of what happened in the DC universe back in the day on Marvel Comics. Jack Kirby, one of the architects of the Marvel Universe, went over to DC eventually and created a bunch of characters there, uh, including Darkseid and a number of the uh, characters from the New Gods and so on and so forth. And Thanos is kind of Marvel's answer to that. Character. And Steppenwolf is a character from that universe. And Marvel just continues to eat DC's lunch. <laughs> uh, they drink their milkshake, as it were, every time out. This is almost a Thanos movie.
1: It it really is. I mean it really is. I mean, he is almost a protagonist of the uh of the film and a good one. I mean, he actually holds my attention and there are a couple scenes and a couple exchanges that he has here. Uh there's an exchange between uh him and Iron Man towards the end of the film that is wonderfully written. I I was just like, that is a wonderfully written exchange as he's battling with uh, uh iron man and and the battle takes a turn thanos has some lines in there that are just pure gold i mean i just was like wow that's a, that's a movie up there that's not just a, a superhero movie that's drama happening in front of us was really impressed
0: hey kids lj here with a quick announcement we get the spoilers from here on out we didn't really mean to but we did so that's gonna happen starting now here's the thing about so thanos is Almost the main character. And if you think about it from that point of view, this movie has a happy ending. (laughs) (laughs) I should have put this in spoiler talk, shouldn't I? I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I I never thought of it that way, but yeah, I suppose.
0: If he's the hero of this movie.
1: Well, you know, it's funny because there's actually. Uh, and I guess there's a, this is a spoiler alert, but there's actually... All right, we're
0: transitioning to spoilers. We'll go back to... I'll have to edit the hell out of this. Okay, there's We're going to jump into spoilers Well, I won't here. make
1: it a spoiler, but I'll say this. There is a scene at the very end of this movie after we have had sort of a, a sequence of shocking events, and there's a shot of uh, Thanos who's kind of sitting back, sort of almost... This is a
0: spoiler taking, as hell. Not
1: really, not really. Yeah, this is he's, the spoiler. He's section. breathing in... Taking a look, out, and this is what I like to call a hero shot. Yeah, and 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 and, and now that you're saying that, you're absolutely right. It, it, it's a hero shot at the end, at the very end of the film. That's very ter- just,
0: just. say what you're going to say. Well, this will be in spoiler time. No, this isn't
1: even a spoiler. I, I was just saying it's very um, forgiving of Thanos. It's sure, a, it's a very uh, there's
0: a there's a dark kind of sadistic catharsis. Yes, with at the that very, moment
1: at, at the very end, and I thought it was quite nicely done I didn't expect it even though I knew that there would be a follow up to it it, it it sort of was nice I mean I think that the world needs another Empire Strikes Back <laughs> where where the the, the the credits start rolling and we're left to wonder yeah uh, what, what of our heroes I think.
0: although in this one that mm-hmm. ends with we watch Darth Vader as the sun rises on his face and he's <laughs> pleased with his good work <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. But 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 see that's the thing though. What I loved about that shot, that hero shot, if it it wasn't pure pleasure. No, it was, was almost like a grudging uh dedication to something he felt he had to do. And 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 I got the feeling that he didn't take pleasure in it. It was one of those things where I have
0: sacrificed. I've done the right thing.
1: Yeah, I have sacrificed everything to do this thing that I had to do. And I knew that I was the only one that could do it.
0: The universe is a better place because a, of what I've done. It's a better
1: done. place, and I've had to pay a cost to do that. He, he almost has that look of, oh, this has been a hell of a day. It wasn't one of those, no, I am the king of the universe. Yeah, now. no. you know, And I, I was like, wow, that is a nice touch that doesn't have one stitch of dialogue in it and i thought was well, i said that's one of the best shots in this film and it's subtle and it's smart and it goes nicely with with everything that has come before we've had this arc and this wonderful as you put it catharsis in the film i like that's drama That's what the Greeks talked about. Mm -hmm. That's what we're looking at here.
0: He is a tragic hero. He is. In some very weird
1: ways. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. All
0: right. Back to spoiler-free area here. Let me say some good things. Okay. This movie, more than Civil War, was kind of a, a prelude to what they've been building toward. But what Marvel has done in this cinematic universe is remarkable in that they have done what Hollywood has what the traditional, you know, um, uh, what's the term I'm looking for?
1: Orthodoxy.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. The orthodoxy of of Hollywood, what was generally considered to be the way you do it, is make sure that every movie can stand on its own and do not tell a serialized tale.
1: Well, they threw that out the window.
0: They me? definitely threw, they thrown that out the window <clears throat> along the way. And they've incorporated, they've done what the comics do, uh, which is to take all of these different individual books, these characters and all these different books, and have a huge crossover event. Uh, that And Marvel does it, DC does it all the time. It's the it's where all the heroes get together and they have to deal with this one thing. And it's just a mess. <laughs> but it's also this amazing moment for comic fans that want to see their, all these different heroes get together, don't normally interact. And they did a tremendous job of pull not only pulling it off, but doing it well. I want to also. It seems impossible.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree with that one hundred percent. But I also want to follow up with a thread you said earlier, and because I literally just saw the film not even an hour ago, uh, and and you're saying it now that I'm I'm putting it through the lens that you put on it, you're, you're right. Not only do they make Thanos the lead, they make who would be the traditional leads, the Avengers, they essentially make them into antagonists and villains in a way. And mm-hmm. and by that I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, now that you have led me down that row, almost all of our heroes, almost every one of them, has that traditional fall of the villain, that place in which they have battled, they have fought the hero, and then there's that inevitable catharsis when we see them fall. Almost every hero in here has that moment where inevitably they fall, mm-hmm. and and there is catharsis that happens with them being defeated in front of us.
0: It's the inverse of every, almost every movie we see, which is you see it in the kung fu movies all the time. It's one man versus uh, just a, an army or just a giant group. And of course, when there's a fight scene, they all kind of take their turns. You know, they're all supposed to be. They don't all just jump them at once. (laughs) No, no, no. Which would make more sense. That would work. But no, they're all (laughs) kind of taking their turns. And he just, he knocks them down one by one, takes them down. And that's the Thanos role. And the Avengers is that mass of enemies.
1: I am literally ticking off every major character in the film. And every single one of them has a single moment where we literally see them fall. We literally see in some sense. Their will being broken. We see this of Spider Man. Mm -hmm. We see this of Iron Man. He has a wonderful fall scene. Mm -hmm. We see a really weird fall, but a hard one for the Scarlet Witch. Mm -hmm. Dr. Strange? Yeah, Dr. Strange has a
0: fall. Uh, Hulk, uh, (laughs) Bruce Banner. uh, Bruce Banner. We see it. Spoilers now that's a spoiler i gotta bleep that out Uh, why is that a spoiler (laughs) it's the post credits man
1: oh that is a spoiler you're fair oh fair enough uh vision i mean all of them have that one scene where we literally see them broken i mean we see that of almost every single character in the entire film uh and this is a spoiler uh those who survive and those who do not Because there are many people in this uh, film that ostensibly or seemingly do not survive. So we see them. But of all the people who do survive, they've been broken. I mean, broken in a way that I don't think we've ever seen. Like, I don't know that we've ever seen Iron Man broken in this way. Uh, Almost his spirit snapped in half. Oh, I,
0: you know, (laughs) I've I don't know. You could say he's been broken. There are other movies. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, Certainly, Avengers 2, I think Iron Man 3 is a big one for him emotionally. Much more so, I think, than this one. Hmm. There's a lot of people that don't like... I don't know why people dislike Iron Man 3. I think that's probably one of the strongest.
1: There is a scene in here that I don't think I've seen in any other Iron Man where by broken, he... I think what, what the break for Iron Man isn't when he physically is, a, when he physically falls. No, I got you. But to me, the break was when another character sacrifices everything for him. And then he looks over at him and he has almost, there's tears in his eyes and he says to him, why did you do that? And, and you could almost see him in that moment break. Why
0: did you do that? Yeah, I don't, I that's, don't that's know.
1: A, that's an unusual moment for uh, Tony Stark, I thought, was a, a really unusual moment, and, and a well-done one.
0: Yeah, that, but here's the problem with that moment. It, all right, well, I guess we're in spoilers. So yeah. that moment, I don't know. I'm not convinced. I, in fact, it didn't occur to me that that was Doctor Strange sacrificing or saving Tony. I don't
1: I think, think it that, is either. Okay. I think that is a setup for the next film. I think that is, in my opinion, that's Marvel doing what they do do best. It's the serialization of the movie. I think they're setting it up for a moment that will occur in the next film. But I think for that character in that moment, that's his break. He He wonders, why did you do that? And why did you do that for me? I would rather die than give up that to this. A uh, villain who's ki- who's kicking our tails, and and there to me, there's a break there that happens with him, where he's almost in tears. Uh, like, why did you do that?
0: Yeah, I it's guess a very
1: it, un it's an Stark like moment that you. But see I don't
0: think day. he saw it as I don't. I didn't see Tony Stark seeing it as a sacrifice or saving Tony either. I think he saw it as that's dumb. That uh, yeah, was a really bad choice you just made.
1: Yeah, but I think. Uh, whenever Stark usually sees something as dumb, it comes with more of an edge. The way that's delivered and and, and framed, it's not with edge. It's with um, sorrow and helplessness.
0: Yeah, I, like, I, I saw a hopelessness. Yeah. Just this, you've doomed us all. You've doomed There's us no all. There's no snark left. There's nothing to be snarky and about. why
1: would you do that? Why would you do that? I would rather have died. Why would you I,
0: do that? I would argue the moment you're talking about probably comes slightly later when... Probably the most emotional slash probably only emotional scene for me, only emotional moment, and it really comes down to performance, was right when Peter it. Parker- That was a good one. Uh, has his moment. Are you,
1: are you putting out a spoiler? Wait, we're time?
0: past it. Wait, I already did. But then go
1: on and jump in. What happens to
0: Peter All Parker? All right, Peter Parker disappears, let's No, he say. doesn't
1: disappear. He disintegrates. Yeah. Disappear is different. Disappear is a mystery of what happened to him. We know what happened to him. Thanos disintegrated him, uh, the way you do a cigarette butt that burns through a cigarette.
0: Sure. But yeah. I, I think there's, I would reckon there's probably something coming in the next movie. Of course. That, that, will reveal this was not these none of these were deaths.
1: Well I think that we're gonna probably get into the time stone count. I don't of thing. Uh,
0: Yeah, that's too obvious. I, they're gonna to have to break I, those stones or something. I There's something else going on. I
1: think there was something in the reason that Doctor Strange gave him that time stone, I think that is going to factor into some of these deaths that have happened. Yeah, because when he does it in the film, it makes absolutely no sense. Right. And it's completely out of character and to me, that has to be something that is setting up in the next film that is going to bring resurrection back for all the characters that were disintegrated. That included Nick Fury. That includes uh, Black Panther got disintegrated. Uh, who's the big Hawking figure with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh,
0: oh, Thrax. V-
1: yeah, Thrax is gone. I think the, uh, I mean, Groot
0: is gone. Groot's gone. Peter Quill's gone.
1: Peter Quill's. Yeah. I mean. Um The uh, vision's and We lost is,
0: Black Panther, so yeah. you know they're they're all coming back because Black Panther is tremendously successful. Come we on. cannot lose him.
1: <laughs> He's coming back because we need that paper. That's baby. right, exactly. Vision has his head ripped out. Vision will be fine. He dies in the really, no, he doesn't. Really awful, awful way. He'll be fine. He actually dies twice in this film.
0: Yeah, I once guess. Once
1: killed by the woman who loves him, and once when Thanos rips his head open.
0: Yeah, <clears> he'll <throat> <that'll> be fine.
1: <laughs> I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Uh, action scenes were wonderful. Uh, I wondered how they would balance that many sort of main characters. I thought, but uh, they, they, they did, did a
0: better job of it this time, I think. These are the same directors from Captain America Winter Soldier and yeah, Captain America brothers. Civil War. Civil War, I had some problems with how they kind of orchestrate there's so many characters especially in that airport scene it's a fun scene but uh you you know they have to ignore certain characters for long periods of time yeah just so that things can happen exactly uh and this one didn't didn't suffer from that as much yeah yeah. but there's one glaring moment what's that what the hell was thor doing
1: what do you mean what was he doing he was back there trying to build the weapon to fight uh... no
0: no no during the final battle He's on the field. Everybody's oh, yeah. at Thanos. Yeah, this is true. And he waits until it's too late.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, a fair point.
0: Because what? Because reasons?
1: That's a fair point. Even, 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 even one of the characters in the film says, when the Scarlet Witch comes out, where have you been? We yeah. can use, I mean, at least she's protecting something. Yeah, she's.
0: Sense. it turns out she's there for a damn good reason. But still. Yeah, but still. And I need you to explain some logic to me. Okay. This happens a lot in films, <laughs> where they make a decision to save one life.
1: Makes no sense.
0: At the expense of others. So, so they've come up with this plan to save the vision, right? They're going to do something with the gem and the programming and whatnot. they got to go to Wakanda to do it. So it's that or just kill the vision, right? That's the plan. Yeah. So the plan is we can do both. We'll destroy the stone and we'll save vision. So that nobody dies. Except they go to Wakanda where there's going to be a huge battle where tons of people will die. (laughs) Exactly. To save this one dude because... um, Can you explain the logic here to me?
1: Uh, It makes no sense. Other
0: than we need a cool battle.
1: Well, there were a couple times I didn't understand. Like, I still understand. Why can't you destroy the time stone? Uh,
0: Because I don't want to. Yeah, You don't want to. Yeah, why can't you just destroy the thing? Because don't want to. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it makes no sense. We have sworn to not do that, so we shall not.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then and when they came and in and the, in, in the thing with Star Lord, they're about to beat the guy, and Star Lord. That's is, ridiculous. I will say this: it's ridiculous, but I will give them this at least. It is consistent with his character. There's a scene in which they're about to beat uh, Thanos, and uh, and what has happened in the film is uh, Star Lord's uh, girlfriend and lover Gamora. Gamora. In order for Thanos to get one of the other time stones, he has to murder some. He has to destroy something he loves. And it turns out the only thing he loves in the world is. The Red Skull. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Is the green girl.
0: Oh, that's right. Red Skull was there. By the way, Red Skull was there. That was weird. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So he, he murders her. And so this is revealed in the scene where they're fighting uh, Thanos, and they're about to destroy him. The little creepy girl with the antenna is on top of his head. Uh, two or three Avengers are on the other side of him. And right as they're about to destroy him, it's revealed that she's been murdered. So instead of letting them destroy the guy, he starts punching him in the face, which disrupts the weird girl with the antenna on top, mm-hmm. and he effectively saves the guy. Makes no sense.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's... It, but it, it is
1: consistent with his character.
0: I guess. I mean, I guess.
1: But it was a stupid scene. And
0: yeah. I saw
1: it coming a mile away. I'm like, oh. Of course. They're about to be
0: stupid here. Yeah, of course. Because there's still an hour left in this thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how long was this? Three hours <clears throat> or something like that? No, it wasn't. Was it? I don't know. I just It breezed someone by. Someone walking out of the theater, some some kid was like, well, that was three hours long. And his dad said, yep, yeah, yeah, it was. I am like, oh, was it? Because it did not feel... Well, no, I did not. It was. This is the. These are the hard facts that we get ahead of time before we record. Uh, it did go by. Uh, I was entertained. Oh, it was. It was very entertaining. I got. No. Ta- I got another uh, nit to pick here. What's that? I mentioned the Peter Parker death scene. Love that. Great moment. He disintegrated way slower. Way slower than everybody else. <laughs> like, wow,
1: it's really taking him a while. His emotions are so powerful. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't just that go. He can't. Can't leave existence. That Just, is a nitpick. But I did notice, wow. He's that like, isn't
0: actually my nitpick. I, uh, I mean, he
1: falls to the ground, yeah, he's laying yeah, yeah. there. It, I'm like,
0: They had to have a moment.
1: I'm that's, almost looking at my watch like, is this guy going to go? No, he's going
0: to, with the power of his tears. <laughs> um, no, that wasn't my nitpick. My nitpick was that was the only character moment that I think I cared about. I disagree with that. No, you can't disagree because it's, it's what I care about.
1: Yeah, I disagree with it.
0: Wait, you think I did care about something? Else? I think you did. I what just, I, what I think else? You don't know it. All right, what was it? I would love to know.
1: Uh, I, I, I mean, don't tell me that the Tony Stark scene where it's just such a wonderful visual, where all of his armor is is ripped away from him and he is just a man, and he is. Have
0: yeah, I seen that before?
1: Yeah, but he's impaled. Uh, that's a wonderful moment. It's just. You know, sometimes even if you've seen it before, you know what? I've had chocolate ice cream. That before. Moment, you know what? It's good every goddamn time. That
0: moment would have been great if he had died.
1: Oh no. I think oh you're nuts. That he had to live with that is what makes it great. That he uh, has to he has to live in that failure is what makes it I hot. guess
0: if, if if Tony Stark dies at Thanos' hand, that sets me up for the next movie way more than anything else. Because no I way. wanna see I wanna see Cap that because Cap and Tony never reconciled.
1: Of course not. And
0: then but they knew that now they they they'd, they'd never get the chance. But you, yeah, no, that's you know that's a, that's to, a, and start and now and now Cap yeah, will be yeah. the one to go after. That
1: would be awful. I what would do you ha- mean I would hate if they did
0: that. What are you talking about?
1: You know, sometimes uh, a dramatic storyline between a, a dramatic storyline and a charismatic character. Give me the character every time. As much as I hate the way they pull out a character, it's not worth the storyline to lose somebody as magnetic and somebody who roots the piece the way in which Tony Stark does. I mean, you, you just cannot um, toss that away because you're trying to make some dramatic point. I, I would hate that the, if he would have died right there, I'd be like, oh, that's stupid. Because like, I knew Tony Stark was going to probably survive. I like the idea that that he had to live with and he had to live with the fact that he was going to be murdered was one of the catalysts that gave the guy one of the last stones. I, I love that moment when he fell. I thought that was great.
0: Yeah, the the Doctor Strange moment had has damn well, as you presume... Better have a damn good payoff. It has Absolutely. to. It, because if it doesn't, that moment. It has to. What it, you love about that moment goes away. Well,
1: no, but he even says something that, that really.
0: It's the, yeah, he says it's the only way.
1: Yeah, he says it's the only way.
0: But I'd like to have some kind of clue that he figured something out. I don't have to know what it is. But he does.
1: I mean, he tells us that we're at the end game now or something like that. And then yeah. he says this was the only way. I mean, short of hitting us in the head with a hammer. He's, he's clearly indicating that there's a reason that he did this and it was a necessary thing to defeat Thanos.
0: I, I guess. <laughs>
1: so I thought, I thought they were pretty unsubtle about that, especially in a film that has this many characters and this, this much economy of lines. You can almost count the amount of lines of each character. So every, every line that comes out of a character mouth in this
0: film, has some kind of weight or meaning, which makes it all the more remarkable that they spent so much time on dramatic scenes with the villain. Yeah, I agree. It's scenes where it's it's Thanos it's like two it's a two character scene. You I got agree. Thanos and one other person, or sometimes just Thanos. I love the scene. I
1: love the fact that he doesn't murder everybody.
0: It's not necessary. It's not his goal.
1: But that's what I'm saying. I like the fact that he's not a murderer or that he's not bloodthirsty.
0: Well, yeah. I mean. By definition, he kind of is, but but the intention is not that. In You're- other
1: words, I don't get the sense that he gets enjoyment by murdering no. people with his bare hands when he could. So there are a lot of times where he defeats people in this film, yeah. and he could he could kill them or wipe them off, and he doesn't, because yeah. that's not his goal. Or like when he has Tony Stark, there's a wonderful exchange where he says, "You know, man, I really." I respect you. And it's genuine. I, I respect you. I respect that you're a warrior. I mean, I'm going to wipe out half of humanity and you'll probably be dead. But I hope that they remember you when you go because you're, you're a fighter. And I think that was genuine. I like that.
0: Don't I don't me. think he said, I hope they remember you. I said, I wonder if they'll remember you it's slightly less no, magnanimous. I no, mean, I, I think
1: he was saying it. <laughs> I think he was saying it as if you are someone worthy of being remembered. Yeah,
0: maybe. There, who was the, who was it he said? To Peter Quill, he said, eh, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> Before he takes yeah. off.
1: Yeah, he says, I like this guy.
0: Yeah. I like the cut of your gym. All right, laters. <laughs> taking your girlfriend. You'll never see her again.
1: <laughs> well, I think he respected the fact that he had the guts to try to kill her, to save
0: her. Yeah, I guess.
1: I think he respected that. And I get the sense that this, like I said, they make him complex. He's a guy that respects the other side. He He respects the other side. That is actively trying to kill him.
0: Yeah, well, they're short-sighted and foolish. (laughs) I don't know. He understands, I guess, what they're trying to do, but they're just just not thinking it through. Not like him.
1: Well, I don't think he sees it that way. I, I think he sees it as they are not destined like I am. I am predestined by the fates to do this. You are not. I think he looks at it like that. I think he looks at it as, I have this calling to do this thing. That must be done. And it can only be me that does it. And he even has a line, something like that in the film, that he knew he was the guy who had to do this. Even though everybody on his planet thought he was a madman, he knew that he was the one that had to get this done for for the sake of humanity.
0: It's like Tom Cruise in that way
1: tom cruise you ever I, see
0: that video that scientology video oh yeah that's
1: right we're the heroes man
0: <laughs> not we it's i he's like if something if i see someone broke down On the street 7th, i have to i gotta say because no one else was a
1: scientology thing it was
0: a scientology thing he's like yeah man no one else can do it i'm the only one who can do it <laughs> Of course. it's like man i got a jack what are you talking about i got a jack in my, back in my car i can change a tire what Holy, are you talking about
1: i'm being wrong <laughs> call tom cruise
0: <laughs> to get him a, he just learned how to fly a helicopter get him in here <laughs>
1: Hey, look, Matt, don't be glib with me,
0: man. <laughs> uh, Tommy. Yeah. It's a fun... It's a fine movie, fun movie. It's a master class, and, you know, just... Again, it runs counter to everything we, the common wisdom, you know, it's, keep it, especially with superhero movies, keep it focused. The more characters you get in this, the worse off you'll be. Go back to, you know, the Batman movies. Every new villain they added to the movies got worse. And we tend, people tended to blame, oh, it's because of the characters. No, it wasn't because of the characters. It was because of who was doing it.
1: Well, I think part of it, you said this earlier, I think one of the sort of the, the hard and fast rules by the. Hollywood gatekeepers was that you couldn't serialize Mm-hmm. uh film and and I think they were right in the challenges of that that there are some things that you lose but I think clearly what marvel has proven is some of the things that you gain is you don't have to establish the characters mm-hmm. you don't have to establish backstory you don't have to establish a relationship to the audience because it is serialized those things are there it's almost like sort of a a warm pair of shoes that you come you come and just slip it's back It's what on. they
0: also, it's what we wanted them, it, they learned the lesson from Spider-Man as well. Sony did the first however many Spider-Man movies. They did uh, the original version and then the reboot. And now we get a second reboot with Marvel actually involved this time. And there's no, and we were like, no more origin story. Don't do. We don't need the origin yeah. story. We know who this guy is. And it's amazing. And they didn't do the origin story because there's I, no need.
1: I think it's also the first time that I've seen, well, maybe first time is is too large a, a, an expanse to cover. But I think I love the fact it reminded me of, uh, in some ways, how every time you saw Billy the Kid, it was always some forty year old guy <laughs> playing a, a guy who literally, when when it started, he was sixteen. Yeah,
0: Estevez.
1: Yeah, and when he died, he was nineteen. <laughs> and one of the things that I thought was genius about young guns was these were literally young kids mm-hmm. who acted young were mm-hmm. immature and were a little goofy so the
0: Now give me whoever was in uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's that's my <laughs> Billy the kid. Forever <laughs> and always.
1: But I love the I love the the conceit in this film that he's a kid and and he has that relationship to the other, to the other, uh, superheroes, particularly, uh, Tony Stark. I think that's a- awesome. Yeah. And I love this Spider-Man. I mm-hmm. love this kid. Yeah. Uh, and I thought they handled him in a way that I haven't seen them handle before. And I think it's, it's, um it's one of those things where you wonder how come they can't get this thing right in the other universes? Why yeah. can't, why can't DC just rip this off? Why can't they just steal what Marvel does?
0: Because and, they got they they made their bed with Zack Snyder, man. That's
1: Well take just, uh Snyder out back and uh get rid of him because I mean when you see this working why not just steal it? Just steal it and, and, and implement some of that with some of your characters.
0: Yeah, I I, I think there's too much Here, ego here's, here's the so ego in Hollywood for that.
1: Here's a little tip that, that Marvel seems to be able to figure out. Do some of your scenes in the daytime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How
1: about that? How Come about uh, another little sunshine in
0: Justice League? Had that cell phone footage at the beginning?
1: Yeah, I guess. But even when it's in the daytime, it's always it always looks, it looks a little weird, rainy. Yeah. it's almost like they're filming it like uh, on the West Coast in Seattle or they something. They
0: put a mud filter on the lens.
1: <laughs> I don't get it.
0: I mean, to be fair, DC yeah. has brought in Joss Whedon to take some responsibility for what'll happen in DC from here on out so maybe that'll that'll change somewhat but uh that's a preview of what you might hear in part 2 of this episode
1: indubitably
0: All right, and that does it for us. Uh, Check us out on DisagreePodcast.com. You can subscribe on iTunes, the Google Play Music Store, anywhere podcasts are sold. Drop us some reviews. That would be tremendously helpful. Get some views up. And the number one thing you could do for us is if you like the show, or even if you don't, but you know somebody who might, just tell them about it. Just tell one person. Let them know the show exists. Tell them an episode. Tell them our name. DisagreePodcast.com for disrespectfully agree the podcast we would appreciate it and with that we will talk at you next week peace and chicken grease bye